Hey guys, welcome to the number 160 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn. Today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today we are going to be recapping the Wizards at next game and previewing the Wizards vs. Lakers game. We're going to get into this right now because I do want to let you know the reason why I was excited for yesterday's game was because I went to the game, and that is why I said it would be a special episode. I'm going to have a full breakdown of this Wizards and Knicks game starting right now. Um, I, before we do get into the game, I do want to let you know I have a post on chasersportsnews.com coming up about today, coming up about this, um, uh, again, on chasersportsnews.com. But before the game, uh, Justin Kutcher, thank you so much. Uh, you know, if you haven't checked out my interview with Justin Kutcher, I highly recommend checking it out. But... You know, I was because of him again, Justin. If you are listening to this, thank you so much. It was really, really kind of you and everything you've done. We were, I was able to go down to the court and meet some people, and I got to meet Drew Good and Drew Good man. Drew, if you're also listening to this as well, great, really big fan. Thank you so much. Really kind of you. Um, I also met Mike Breen, the Hall of Fame announcer, and he's also the commentator for the New York Knicks. That was pretty cool. And Mike, thank you for the advice if you are listening to this. And uh, and, and yeah, you know, I'm, it was really just nice to talk to you. I appreciate your time. And Walt Frazier. Yes, I got to meet Walt Frazier. It was all a very, very fun experience. I have a post about this coming up later today, but that was before the game. And that's not, that's not even what happened during the game. And then I actually met Justin in person for the first time. And I, that was a lot of fun as well. I got to hold the microphone. You know, I, I feel like I already met him, though, because, you know, I interviewed him already. But it was the first time I ever saw him in person. So that was obviously very cool as well. Uh, see if, if any of you guys are listening to this, I really thank you so much, especially to Justin Kutcher. Justin, thank you so much for hooking me up and making giving me the opportunity to meet um, some of the other great people in the broadcasting world as well. All right, we got to get into the actual game, though, because there was a lot of action in that game. I'm not sure. On some of the highlights, you actually might be able to see me because I, was, I wasn't too far away on the side that the Wizards were scoring in the first and second half. I was actually just a couple rows back. Uh, from the hoops you could probably see me uh if you did you know you could tell me but yeah I, I saw myself on some of the highlights so yeah really really cool but this game to be completely honest shout out to the knicks i mean you know how fun you know i watch the knicks obviously but they're not one of the top teams that i watch um but you don't really realize your excitement level until you're literally at Madison Square Garden a couple rows back and seeing Obi Toppin make an insane dunk. He only had two points, but he really just was playing great defense. Hachimura didn't really do much. He got hot toward the end. Same with Kuzma. He got hot toward the end. Porzingis really took over the game for the majority of it. He got in foul trouble, though, and that's something that, that we do need to keep track of because, you know, he he can't get in foul trouble, right? He he just can't do it because it, the almost the entire third quarter we had to rest Porzingis. They had to rest Porzingis because we couldn't get him any more fouls, right? Kispert another good game. Kispert made some big shots uh, down the line. He was just very consistent and he's playing great basketball for the Wizards. Howell Neto, good game from him. Caldwell Pope, good game. Even though it looks like he did sprain his ankle in that game, I did personally did not see that. Even though it was, again very, I was right near the Wizards bench too, so I did not see anything about him injured or anything like that. So yeah, it does. I do hope he feels better. Weaker day for Denny Avdia. Daniel Gafford had some real highlight dunks, and especially that close to the hoop, you're just like, 
whoa, like, wow. It was, it was one of the wow moments. He just played really amazing. Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm surprised he's not injured for this game. I mean, he he seemed like he was in a lot of pain. He was holding his neck, his leg. Man, he was doing everything. He was grinding out there and playing great basketball. So, shout out to Daniel Gafford. And, yeah, I, I think in general it's well around the game for the Wizards. But and the main thing is they got out-rebounded. And, and you could just tell in the atmosphere of Madison Square Garden that the Knicks, even when they were down, they were dominating for most of the game. The Wizards played well in the first quarter and played well in the fourth quarter. And it's really weird. The end of each quarter for the Wizards can recap how they played that quarter. Like, they got hot toward the end of the – or they weren't hot toward the end of the first quarter. They hit a buzzer beater to end the first quarter. So, like, you're like, okay, yeah, a good good basketball right there. They played good basketball that quarter. Second quarter, they end the quarter. I'm pretty sure the Knicks are like a 15-4 to four run or something like that. Uh, maybe not that significant, but definitely a large run from, from the Knicks. And then the Knicks just finish off to get the last couple baskets. You can really tell that the Knicks dominated that quarter just by the end of it. Same thing in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, the Wizards really played well. They were down by 15 with three minutes to go. And they came all the way back to nearly win it. That was honestly, I'm happy it was a close game. You know, I would have hated to be at the game and just see it be a blowout. But, but yeah, I mean, it was close. And, and that was something I really enjoyed. For the next shout-out to Evan Fournier. I mean, he couldn't stop making three-pointers. R.J. Barrett was really just an amazingly well-rounded uh, player and he, he was in that in this game just really an incredible game from him. Julius Randle physically dominated everybody on the glass. Seventeen rebounds, four assists. There's so much to talk about, right? Because and that was the thing is if you look at the rebounds and I do not know the exact stat for here we go. Uh, it is sixty to thirty eight in favor of the New York Knicks. And I don't even care if it said like it was a two difference. There was no way that would be possible uh, because they they rebounded us so much. But the Knicks were clearly dominating on the glass. And to be honest, the glass, the rebounds are the most important aspect of basketball. Because if you, I always say I always said defense for a while, but now recently, uh, I mean over the last couple of months, I've changed my mind to rebound because if you think about it, if you can you can play great defense, but if you don't get your own rebound, then there's no point. So, I think rebounding is the most important skill in basketball, and the Knicks dominated at that skill. Also, did not like the call to end, end the game. I would have set Kuzma on a screen. Even if it's a fadeaway, I would have done a fadeaway from the corner. He's very good at those shots. He had a couple tough shots. In fact, one of them actually in front of me. It was a fun game to go to. I'm not going to lie. You could tell the atmosphere at Madison Square Garden. It was just it was overwhelming at points, you know? But, you know, as a Wizards fan, and I think when, there was not a lot of Wizards fans there, you know, it was good to, you know, cheer them on when they'll have some insane dunks. And, yeah, I mean, I think we saw a lot of promising things uh, from the Wizards in this game. And I think it just kind of only shows that they can continue to improve. And it looks like, yeah, they're they're out of the play and push this year. But it's just very positive things going into the next year. And to be honest, part of me, obviously I want the Wizards to win, but if we lose, it's not the biggest deal because I would like to see the Wizards get a good draft pick. And uh, if you don't know, uh, the worst lot, uh, the worse you are, the better lottery odds you get. And so I, I remember we did a lottery episode last year, even though it didn't really matter for the Wizards exactly. Uh, if it, this year it's going to matter. So that will be a big lottery episode and all the odds and breaking that down. Uh, hopefully the Wizards can get a good draft pick. But I, I do like for next season the signs of this team and, and how they're playing. You know, I said I'd be fine with them losing, but I prefer for them to win. 
right? So we're going to preview the Wizards uh, at Lakers game. But yeah, again, thank you so much to Justin Kutcher, Drew Gooden, Mike Breen, and Walt Frazier for their great time. And especially thank you to Justin for hooking all that up. Real quick, reacted to the fantasy points. I had Kristaps Sporzingis getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 36. I had Kyle Kuzma getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 34. I had Corey Kispert. Getting 30 to 35 fantasy points, he got 25. I had Denny Avdia getting 30 to 35 fantasy points, he got one. One. De- Denny had a weekend. And I had Rui Hachimura getting 30 to 35 fantasy points, he got 14. I also do want to mention Porzingis is not taking over the ga- games the way I was hoping he would. You know, I understand he's not a number one, but I would like him for a former All Star like him to take over games. Especially when Mitchell Robinson was out of the game, he still wasn't taking over the game, which is really frustrating. But he still did have a good game, and I think he continues to improve and, and build chemistry with the team. You know how we start off on here. I mean, if you don't know that we start off with the injuries, and you clearly don't listen to my podcast. Uh, for the Wizards, Contavious Caldwell Pope is questionable with a left ankle sprain. Theo and Vernon Carey still out for the Lakers. Anthony Davis is out. Uh, Gabriel is questionable. Wayne Ellington is questionable. Taylor Horn Tucker is probable. LeBron James is questionable, but I'd like to call it probable because it does look like he is going to play. And Kendrick Nunn is out. Probable starters for the Wizards. Howell Neto, Corey Kisper. It looks like Octavius Cardinal Pope will play, but it still is a question. Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis for the Lakers. Russell Westbrook, Malik Monk, LeBron James, Gabriel, and Dwight Howard. All right. My prediction, I have the Lakers winning again, 111 to 105. Starting off with my Coburn's catch, I think the Lakers will win once again because of LeBron James. I know I said this last time, but it's the simple truth and nothing has changed. LeBron had 57 and 6 against the Wizards last week, leading the Lakers to a win. Again, nothing will change. The Wizards continued to have trouble guarding the other team's best player after a good game from Julius Randle last night. However, this game will be closer than their last meeting against each other since Christoph Sporzingis has gained more chemistry with Washington since that game last week. The Lakers will win, but it won't be easy in D.C. Moving on to spread time, it's Wizards minus two, Lakers plus two, over under 227.5. I would easily pick the under, and I would pick the Lakers. My spread, I would have Wizards plus three and a half, Lakers minus three and a half, over under 215. I would pick the over, and I would pick the Lakers. It's not that I don't think the Wizards have a chance. It's just, I mean, LeBron dominated last time, so to say that the, that the Wizards should be favored by two doesn't exactly make sense. And also, this would be a lower-scoring game, the Wizards offense. The defense has been okay, but the offense just hasn't been able able to put a lot of great points on the board, and that will be an issue. Um, and, and the Lakers don't have a great defense. They don't have an amazing offense either. So this will definitely be more of a low-scoring game as I do have 216 points in my game, so 215 makes sense. And then, yeah, I think 3.5 for the Lakers is a little more reasonable. For moving on to fantasy outlook, I have LeBron James getting 60 to 70 fantasy points. I have Christoph Sporzingis getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. I have Kyle Kuzma getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. And I have Taylor Horn Tucker getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm going to give this percentage a question mark. I think ESPN giving the Wizards a 58.4% chance of winning does not make sense. I know the Lakers are dealing with some injuries, but so are the Wizards, who are now most likely or possibly missing continuous Caldwell Pope due to an ankle sprain. We saw last week that the Lakers are just the better team and match up better, or not the better team, the better team when the Wizards are hurt, which they are now. I give this percentage a question mark. Last but not least, you could probably expect who I'm going to choose for this one. Who you got?
LeBron James will be the best player on the floor tonight. LeBron dominated the Wizards last time, as I mentioned, and is averaging 33-9-6 this month. LeBron will be the who ya got player of the game with a stat line that looks like 39 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 block, and 54% field goal shooting. I hope that the Wizards don't take their 7th straight loss, but I think they will. But again, you know, I'm less excited about this game and more excited to continue to to think about last night's game. And again, a uh, post coming up about uh, my interactions and how it all went uh, with those guys, again, on Chaser Sports News. So, guys, uh, thank you so much. You know, I wouldn't have been able to get to this point to be able to meet all these guys if I didn't have you guys, the viewers, and, you know, really running this podcast. So I really appreciate it. And I, uh, a couple more updates. Again, please stay tuned for that. And Justin and everybody else, thank you so much. Also, in the running for the Cool Sports Network Bracket Challenge currently, I do want to let you know that my teacher, Miss Lewin, is currently leading the brackets. So, and there's still a lot of, of the tournament left, but right now my teacher, Miss Lewin, a 92% win percentage. If it ended right now, she would be the Cool Sports Network Bracket Challenge champion. I appreciate everyone that did participate. Hope you guys did enjoy. Let's go, Wizards, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.